This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Hello, my friends. I'm so looking forward to this conversation because I think it's going to be a yearly conversation that I bring to the table. So last year on December 7th, 2022, I dropped an episode called Setting Intentions for 2023 Using Your Gene Keys. That's episode 295 if you want to go back and listen to it. And today I'm recording the episode on how to use your gene keys or the gene keys into setting your intentions for 2024 and I love that I've obviously timed this to release it on New Year's Eve so that you can listen to this and whether you've listened to it after New Year's Eve that's fine you're right on time this is exactly when you need to be listening to this so what I do every year is a lot of people don't resonate with goals like they just goals feels gross or it just feels too masculine and so I love having the gene keys as an option because this is your opportunity to be feminine and contemplative and I found that choosing specific gene keys or specific words that tie into what the gene keys mean to me over the last few years have been so fucking profound and it's just been hilarious for me to look back on the year and and see how these words showed up and how I was aligned with these words as intentions and that ultimately helped me to create the goals that I ended up achieving that year and so I do have two very specific goals that I am going to share with you mostly because I want this to be accountability and I had to do a lot of work around looking bad if I don't achieve these goals, but I don't really give a fuck because that's just leadership. <laughs> Walk into the fire and show others they can do the same. That's 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 the lens that I'm coming from right now. So in 2022, when I recorded the last episode, I had chose the words for 2022, prosperity and patience. And then this year I had chose the words of collaboration and simplicity and again I find that collaboration and simplicity they really tied into the pearl sequence and the pearl sequence has to do with being of service being in contribution making an impact it's all about prosperity and how you create that with others and yourself through relationships and connections. Like we come into the pearl sequence after we've really dealt with our internal emotional shit. Like our heart is wide fucking open. We're here for the people. That's what this is. It's a very entrepreneurial sequence. And so when I look at collaboration and simplicity and I reflect back on this year, I feel like, and it's funny because one thing that came up for me is I really got into numerology this year and I, I didn't get into it to be able to read it for other people. I got into it to just learn it for myself and be told what it is that I'm experiencing. And this year was a one year for me. So if you know anything about numerology, then you know what I'm saying, but I'll just give it like a short context. This year was about me being a fucking warrior and if you listen to episodes over the last several months in between the interviews that I've done you know I've shared major breakthroughs in relationships 
with you know my challenging experiences with money with my relationship to my biological dad starting to go to therapy like you know I dealt with an injury back in April when I was traveling and I hurt my shoulder like there's just been things that I had to fucking deal with like I felt like this year was very chaotic and it was very challenging in many ways even though there's so many beautiful things that happened you know like I went to Bali for a month I went and I traveled Asia with Guillaume we went to Malaysia Singapore Vietnam in April I had the most amazing summer playing touch rugby you know we went and visited family in the fall like there's a lot of amazing things that happened but there was so much work behind the scenes like just dealing with the the money aspect and debt and all of this and so it's really interesting because when I come back to the words of collaboration and simplicity I feel like before this especially before May before I really started to allow myself to collaborate with Guillaume in terms of my financial situation I was just trying to take on the world by myself trying to take on money by myself I was trying to take on business by myself I had a friend of mine who has been she's a friend of mine she's also a coach been working with me now for several months in terms of like an actual strategy that I can use to scale my business and it's like the support was there in front of my fucking face and the irony is that I was unwilling to collaborate because I was so stubborn in what it is that I was currently doing and so it's really interesting how you know the saying like be careful what you wish for so this year I I feel like I went through this great crumbling of being a warrior and just like fucking everything burning to the ground like I made significantly less money than I did last year in my business I don't give a shit about that but the point is there was a lot of heaviness and it just it just brought me to my knees 2023 brought me to my knees and humbled me and showed me Kayla if you want to fucking collaborate you're going to have to do things you've never done before. And so those are the big things was like the financial aspect, getting support from Guillaume, having conversations about consolidating debt. And then with my dear friend who's been coaching me as well, like doing strategies that I never thought I would do before, you know. And it's interesting because it all came down to simplicity as well, where the biggest breakthrough that I had this year was creating signature program by design and working with entrepreneurs on creating their signature program in 90 days using their human design and gene keys to do that so that it can be a scalable offer in their business and I just couldn't believe it again because I was spending so much time reinventing the fucking wheel in my business like launching this like earlier this year I launched hypnotic keys and I was like this is it it's gene keys and hypnosis I still believe in gene keys and hypnosis but I don't want to be talking about this all the time it's a self-paced offer now I'll put it in the show notes if you want to check it out highly recommend it if you're a hypnotherapist you'll fucking love it but I was like trying to create this and create that and the gene keys business guide and human design pdf and readings and all of this and it was just so complicated And the irony is that when I say that this year brought me to my knees, I realized when I created my signature program, where as me as a circle generator, I help other people build their fucking signature program and help them build their framework in their business based on their human design and gene keys. What's included in that are things that I've already built in the last two years of my business. The Gene Keys Business Guide I built last year. The videos I recorded were done months ago that I brought into this program. These human design PDFs that's included, I did back in 2021. And all of a sudden, everything came in and I thought, oh my God, it was so simple. 
and it was right in front of my face the entire time and I was just fighting like a motherfucker to make this work to force things to happen which again is hilarious because that's my core wound the 34th gene key forcing things to happen in my business how hilarious is that so when that happens I get brought to my knees and then the gift of strength shows up it's like how are you going to have strength through this Kayla you're just going to continue to move forward and respond to what it is that you're actually designed to respond to instead of forcing things to happen and that's what happened and it's interesting because when I look at collaboration as well, I've had so many beautiful conversations this year in terms of I've, you know, I've done a handful of summits, like I've connected with people that I've never chatted with in the online space. We did podcast interviews together. Like it was just so great. And I, that's something that was really important to me because I felt like in the last couple of years, there was so much competition happening in the industry. And I was like, I'm so done with this. Like there's, there's, we're not in this pyramid scheme mlm bullshit i don't believe that and i think that there's room for everyone to share their unique gifts and we're creating this whole paradigm in the coaching industry and it's it's literally full of people that just want to help people and the only way that we can actually rise together is by collaborating and not competing and what that looks like, you know, especially if there's p- some people who are weary and they think like, oh, the coaching industry is a pyramid scheme and it's an MLM and all this shit is that it's just not the case. Like I work with people who make less money than me. I make I work with people who make more money than me. Like I feel like the collaboration has allowed me to create a web of just connecting with the correct people and supporting them with what it is that I know and them supporting me with what it is that they know and what they have to give. And so this has been such a beautiful thing. Like, I feel like the word collaboration that I chose for this year just really allowed me to surrender and it allowed for some really big shit to crumble and it's allowing me to rebuild so that moving into next year, you know, finances are in order, debt is being paid off. I have an offer that's scalable my business and I'm working within my zone of genius. Like there's just so many things. It feels very simple and it feels like I'm in a process of refining. And the reason why I'm sharing this long ass winded story is because this is the power of setting intentions with words instead of necessarily creating goals. You know, I could have, I could have said last year, I want to make six figures, multiple six figures in my business for 2023. Like that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But I didn't say that. But what happened was everything fucking crumbled and it came back to simplicity. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. Now I can see how I can scale beyond this now because this, all of this shit had to break down first. And it was the words that brought forth the power that needed to happen in order to create the foundation and the framework for me to move forward. And that's also literally just part of being in a one year in terms of numerology. So when you look at the words that you're going to choose for 2024, I really want to invite you. And if you're really hung up, you're like, I don't know what words I want to choose. And you're like, I don't know. I'm going to talk about the gene keys now and how you can do this because there's no right way to do this. Like I'm, I'm literally, I don't want to say I'm talking out of my ass, but I kind of am in the sense that I just want to share in a way that whatever sticks and lands for you, you take that and you fucking run with it. So when you look at the gene keys, I shared with you how when I came up with the words collaboration and simplicity, what came through for me was contemplating the pearl sequence. I already shared about what the pearl sequence is, being of service, 
knowing your core gifts of like your your biggest talent which comes from your core room that's your vocation you know you can look at the different spheres look at the gifts and the cities in these spheres and see what stands out to you if you want 2024 to about to be about being of service and collaborating with others choose words from there if it lights you up if you really want to spend 2024 in the realm of relationships and love and connection and really just being in the space of unconditional love and worthiness with the people that you collaborate with, whether that's friends or family and clients and so on, I want to invite you to visit the Venus sequence because the Venus sequence is where we crack ourselves open. We look at the triggers you know, if you want to look at the Venus sequence, I'll just talk about it backwards. The core wound is your biggest inner wounding around aloneness. That becomes your biggest talent in terms of how you get to be of service through the pearl sequence, turns into your vocation. The SQ is your spiritual quotient. This is like your, your relationship to spirituality. Your EQ is your emotional intelligence. This is, this is your emotional boundaries and connections and triggers that you have in relationship. The IQ is your intelligent quotient and this is your mental capacity and understanding and dexterity of how you see things and how you think and then we go into your attraction sphere and that is like the kinds of relationships that you attract into your life the kind of relationship that you attract into your business or through your business the relationship that you have with your business and then we get to your purpose sphere which is like who you're being so looking at any of those is an incredible place to start in terms of like if you want to deal with your inner landscape and really opening up your heart like look in those spheres look at the line expressions look at the the gene key gifts and cities look at the shadows if they if you notice one of the shadows came up for you a lot this year fucking take it on take it on and now the activation sequence this is all about your physical challenges in life and this is such a great place to start if you're in a if you're in a place of rebuilding like a foundation in your life or business looking at these gene keys here you know we have the life's work this is like your main sun energy this is going to be what what you experience the most in terms of your challenges like your biggest gifts that you're here to share you look at your evolution this is like your earth energy this is the mother archetype the sun is your father archetype and it's like what is this the evolution is like what gets you grounded in life and then we have your radiance which is your unconscious sun and your purpose which is your unconscious earth your radiance is like what allows you to crack open and radiate and shine your inner genius and then your purpose sphere again when we come to that point from the activation sequence side this is all about like you having that stability from your radiance your evolution and your life's work having that stability so that you can open up your heart through the venus sequence right so it's like again who you're being and you'll notice the line expressions on the purpose sphere side of the activation sequence all have to do with the body you're going to see bones you're going to see blood you're going to see cells you're going to see breath like those are really key words if you want to look at those line expressions and take that on for 2024 that would be really amazing so i just wanted to give this overview of like how beautiful it can be to contemplate your gene keys and to pull through the words that you want to bring into 2024 and be like this is what I'm contemplating this is what I'm coming back to because the last three years that I've done this has been so fucking profound 
to just look back on the year and be like, wow, like that's how collaboration and simplicity showed up. Like I could not have predicted that. It surprises me every year. And if you want to listen to last year's episode where I talk about patience and uh, I can't even remember my second word now, but why talk about the words that I chose for 2022, I share about it. So now you're probably like, okay, cool, Kayla. But now I want to know, like, what are your words for 2024? And I'm going to tell you. And it's funny because I decided these, I actually chose three gene keys. Two out of three, I don't even have. They're not even activated in my human design chart. But I was like, what? What are the words that I really want to live in 2024? Like with everything that has happened this year. And what came through for me were... Three words, impact, responsibility, and expansion. And it's interesting because I thought, okay, well, two out of three of these words aren't even in the gene keys. So what, like, what can I, what words or what gene keys can I choose that would just, I feel would represent these words? And I actually Googled. So if you're like, I don't know what gene keys are what, just Google it. I, I Googled those words. I said, you know, responsibility, gene keys, and, you know, one of them came up that, I will talk about in a minute. I did the same thing. Impact, Google the gene keys, expansion, Google gene keys. Expansion is the gift of the 53rd gene key. So when I looked at the 53rd and this came up, I thought, oh, this is so good. So the 53rd, we have the shadow of immaturity. We have the gift of expansion. And then we have super abundance. And I fucking love this because when I look at my experience of 2023 being a one year in numerology which is like the beginning and I told you that there's things that brought me to my knees this year I feel like that was a lack or that not that wasn't a lack that was an abundance of immaturity but it was an abundance of me not knowing what the fuck I was doing it was an abundance of me having to learn the hard lessons to change and shift my behavior around money around communication around how I was operating in my business and so I was like, damn, like that's, that's, some, that's some deep shit right there. And then we have the gift of expansion and superabundance. And the way that I actually talk about the 53rd, which is kind of interesting, again, how my 2023 was a one year for me in numerology, the beginning from the start, is the 53rd, the way I describe it to people when they're like, I don't get it, is I want you to imagine the immaturity of having planted seeds. So you plant seeds into a garden, you plant a shitload of seeds into a garden in the dirt you don't see anything they're under the dirt but there's a lot of seeds and so it's when the seeds expand and they start to grow right you being a divine gardener okay the seeds are coming through they're growing that is when the city of super abundance is present because then after the months and the seasons of the year have gone through and it's rained and it's been sunshine there's a fucking super abundance of flowers and vegetables in your garden. And I'm like, yes, I'm taking on the 53rd for 2024 because I feel like I have just completely abolished my garden this year and I planted the seeds of, of the change of behaviors that I need to make in order to succeed in my life and business and they're fucking immature now and I just have to tend to my garden. The next gene key that I chose that for me tied into the word impact was the 52nd the 52nd is in my culture sphere so that is technically one of my gene keys it's also found in the root center and the 53rd is also found in the root center and so it's interesting how i have this pressure that i'm 
I'm going to be cultivating in 2024. So the 52nd with stress, restraint, and stillness are the three frequencies. And I just feel like I spent so much time in 2023 being stressed out that I'm fucking tired of it. So it's like I want to keep that in the forefront of my mind. It's like, Kayla, if I go into 2024 and I'm feeling stressed, it's like, no, bitch, we're not, we're not playing this game anymore. So how can I restrain myself to work that cyclical pressure that I have from the root center to be the correct thing that I pursue and that I evolve with, right? Because the root center is that pressure to evolve. It's personal growth and development and so on. And so the stillness, I love so much because the stillness is that you can't just constantly have pressure, right? The stillness is about the reflecting and that pulling back. And, you know, it, it ties in beautifully with the 53rd and this metaphor that I just shared with you about the garden because if you think about it, you planted all the seeds, the seeds have expanded and you have the super abundance. Like I'm literally seeing a, oh my gosh, what's the name of the flower? A Delilah? Yes, I'm seeing like a freaking Delilah garden in my mind right now because those are some of my favorite flowers. I just, they're there. Like once they've bloomed, the super abundance is there, but the flowers aren't moving. They are still, there's no stress. They just, they just are. They're just present. And you know what's funny? 2024, because this year, 2023, is a one year for me numerology. 2024 is a two year. And so when I was reading about the contrast of a one year and a two year numerology, what I thought was really interesting is how the one year is just like me being a warrior, like smashing through obstacles, like breaking down walls. And then the second year is all about moving around the walls patiently and cautiously. And there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of opportunities where I'm going to have to be diplomatic and deal with conflict and to trust the process and have patience. And it's funny because when I read about this, I was pissed off <laughs> because I already feel like I've been through the ringer in 2023. And I was like, can we just get right to super abundance? And so it's interesting how restraint ties into that. And there's going to need to be the stillness to move around the walls and the obstacles in a way that's purposeful and intentional and not with too much pressure. So now, let me tell you about the third word, responsibility. When I Googled this and I wrote Gene Keys, responsibility Gene Keys, what came up was the 55th. And I fucking love this. I don't have the 55th in human design or my Gene Keys, but I love the 55th because it's actually the 55th and the 22nd are very powerful gene keys. And if you haven't read Richard Rudd's text about them, I highly recommend it because they are so fucking profound. I'm actually, I think I'm going to read about the 55th after I'm finished recording this episode because I don't remember everything about it, but I just know that it's one of uh, one of the major key players, especially with the 2027 mutation happening from a human design lens. The shadow is victimization and the gift in the city are freedom. And you know what's crazy is, okay, if you listen to two podcast episodes ago, I had a conversation with Phoebe Kuhn, and we talked about freedom because she has the 55th in her vocation. We talked about what it means to balance responsibility with freedom because there is a belief that when you have a lot of responsibility, you have less freedom. And a prime tangible example of this is being a parent with kids, having a business, 
being married to your partner, you have a lot of fucking responsibility. And what some people, their story might be is they have a lack of time and financial freedom because they have more responsibility. So my commitment is to expand myself in 2024 while also radically balancing what it means to be responsible for myself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and have the freedom that it is that I desire and being intentional with how I create freedom, what freedom means, what that looks like in my life and in my business and refusing to be a victim to my circumstances. And I just like, I'm saying this and it's so funny. I'm like, obviously speaking into my microphone, I have like all my fingers together, like on my thumbs and I'm like touching my fingers together. Like I'm like planting this, planting the seed and planting this out of my head. And I'm like staring a hole into my wall, like being so focused as I say this to you, because there's such a high level of intentionality with the nuance of what it means to be free. And I really want to lean into that in 2024 to be like, what is freedom? What does that look like? Because having a lot of freedom also comes with a lot of responsibility. It's so, it's so fucking nuanced. But then it's so easy to fall into the victimhood of I don't have freedom. And it's, I just, I'm committed to not falling into that. But when I do, it gets to be a reminder. The shadows are always a reminder. There's nothing wrong. The shadows are simply a reminder and they are our points of resilience. So the three shadows that are really going to play it for me in 2024 are victimization, immaturity, and stress. The gifts, freedom, expansion, and restraint, and the cities, freedom, superabundance, and stillness. And the words for me that had me choose these gene keys were impact, responsibility, and expansion. And I'm I'm so excited to see what happens in 2024. And It'll be great because next year you're going to come back and listen to the episode and hear my reflection on all of this. And I hope that you do this with me. Choose your words, find your gene keys, whether they're in your gene keys or not, whether you use the sequences, whether you use your shadow gift of city, your line expressions, whether you use the pathways, use whatever the fuck it is that you want to use in the gene keys to choose your words for 2024 and, and let that be the influences that you have if you're not somebody who wants to set hard goals with that being said I almost forgot and I'm glad I didn't I'm going to tell you the two hard goals that I do have for 2024 and it's funny because I didn't I didn't want to share them because I didn't want to look bad if I didn't achieve it but then I thought well there's only so much I can control and the thing is is that when you have accountability that is typically when people are more successful in life. So I am going to share it mostly to hold myself accountable, but also if it works out, it's going to make a fucking great story. And if it doesn't work out, it's still going to make a fucking great story. My two hard goals for 2024, the first one, I've already talked about this, being debt-free and paying off about $40,000 of debt, which based on how I've restructured my business in 2023 is not impossible at all. And the second one, which I have not yet mentioned. If you've been listening to my channel for a while, you know that I love playing touch rugby. And I retired from full contact back in 2015. And since then, actually, no, sorry, from 2018, I stopped competitively playing in 2015. So since 2018, 
I've been playing a lot of touch rugby. So there's no contact. If you know anything about rugby, there's no line outs. There's no scrums. Like it's, it's just touch rugby. It's a great sport for fitness and so on. And there's what you call FIT rules. Rugby, this is more common in like Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Like if you're from those corners of the world, you're going to be like, Kayla, I know exactly what you're talking about. Canada is so fucking slow to get on the boat with things like this. Like we're just, we're behind in the time zones. We're behind in the sports. Like it's just, it is what it is. And so there are some people in my community who are from Australia and the UK and they're here in Victoria and I'm on the, what we now call the Victoria Touch Rugby Committee. And we're committed to bringing FIT Touch Rugby to Victoria and really having this be like a proper league. Because right now what's happening is that it's only really been in the summer where people are playing touch rugby. And now it's like, well, why not just make it an all year thing? So that's one thing, continuing to build this because this is something that's already being built. But the real goal is that the Touch Rugby World Cup is in Nottingham, England in July of 2024. And they are looking for players to play on the Canadian team to go and play in the World Cup. And in the summer, funnily enough, the opportunity came up for me to join the extended training squad to try out for the team. And I said no, because financially at the time I was incredibly disempowered and I was like, I could never pay for this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like probably going to be like five grand or something, like a lot of money, but also not a lot of money. So I said no. And interestingly enough, it was in November, I got another email and they were checking in. They're like, hey, Kayla, are you still interested in joining the extended training squad? And at that time, because of the financial breakthroughs that I'd had, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I am. And I'm not going to let my debt or finances decide that for me. And so the goal to my short story long is to make the national Canada touch rugby team and to go play in the World Cup in England in summer 2024. (laughs) And I'm like sitting here laughing because I'm like, oh God, there's so much work for me to do. Fitness, but the skills, I've been playing rugby for like 20 years. So the skills are there the possibility would just be unreal. I also feel like it's such a second win because in 2013, I made the national sevens team in university. I'd went to the university Olympics and we won a bronze medal. And that was really before sevens rugby became like a massive hit worldwide. And it was actually in 2016 that the Canada team or just in general, sevens rugby was played at an Olympic level. So it was played at an Olympic level in university three years prior before it actually made an Olympic level in 2016. So anyways... I think that this would be the second time that Canada would put in a team into the World Cup, but it's still amazing. They have a team, they're either going to do an open women's team, so you have to be 27 or older, and then they also have a mixed team, so it would be like co-ed. I'm used to playing co-ed. I have not played on an all-women's touch team, but I feel like because I play co-ed, I would probably thrive in either or, but that's, uh, that's my goal. And I am probably going to share more on Instagram. And if you follow me on Instagram, I do have another rugby account that I'm going to start just to kind of share the journey and hold myself accountable. But those are my, those are my hard goals. Make the World Cup in the summer, pay off 40 grand of debt. And I'm fucking laughing because if I hadn't done the amount of personal development work that I've done up until this point, I think I would be struggling to name this and to give up looking bad if I fail, because I, at this point, I, I don't fucking care, like, I just, I want to just play full out and have fun, and then for the Gene Keys, the 52nd, the 55th, and the 53rd, 
And now you know the structure in terms of choosing your words, setting your intentions for 2024. You've seen my process and how I've done it. And if you want to set hard goals, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But like I said, I'm sharing for accountability. And because uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to share this. So that's what you can expect from me in 2024. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I wish you the best New Year's Eve ever and that 2024 knocks your socks off and that you create everything that you create and that you build resilience through the challenges that you experience. And I want to invite you to share. If you want to share with me what gene keys you picked, what intentions you have, shoot me a message on Instagram at Kayla G. And if you want to listen to the episode I did last year on setting intentions with your gene keys, I'll put them in the show notes for you as well. But yeah, just wishing you all the best. Cheers to 2023, bringing me to my knees and moving forward from that. So thank you for listening. If you can take a minute to subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star review, you can do that in like two seconds by swiping on Spotify or just leaving a quick review on Apple. Like this helps me get my channel out into the world and it means a lot. So thank you for being supportive of that and helping me support others. So I'll chat with you next year, my friends. <laughs>